Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Monster Ate the Pilot Show. It's Thursday, which is sports time. We're going to talk about sports today. It's going to be a wonderful time. Welcome to the music room. Brandon here, host and creator of Monster Ate the Pilot. Thank you so much for listening, understanding all the fun stuff. Like, share, subscribe, support. Anyway, the podcasts are available. I did it all in one breath. Way to go, me. What are we talking about today? Sports. That's right, it's a sports show. Once again, if you're not a sports fan, this is not the show for you. Uh, you can tune in on Sundays when I do the proper show when I talk about Lost and my crazy-ass mind. You know, that's 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 the show for you. If you want to hear somebody who's obviously a crazy person, you listen to the Sunday show. If you're a sports person, you can listen to this show. Or you don't have to listen to either one, or you can listen to both. You don't have to choose. It's not a competition. You can just listen to whatever one you can, you know. One week you want to skip my crazy ass, skip Sunday, and then listen Thursday. But you don't want to hear the sports stuff, skip the Thursday, man. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not judging you. We're having fun here. I'm just doing whatever I feel like doing. This is my life. It's now or never. I ain't going to live forever. John Bon Jovi said that. What's up? Today we're talking uh, crew. We're going to talk uh, the Portland game. I'm gonna, I don't have a lot to say about it. Uh, we're going to preview League's Cup, the action there. I'm going to talk about that as well, just like the League's Cup in general, my thoughts on it, and all the fun whatnot ever. And we're going to talk a little bit of Liverpool stuff. I'm not going to talk about the Cincinnati Reds like I did last week, because since I talked about them, they've been dog shit. So I'm just going to shut up and just act like they don't exist again. And maybe they'll be good again. <laughs> um... Now we're going to talk about Liverpool. We're going to talk about the Jordan Henderson situation, which seems to have been resolved today. Um, my thoughts on a very, very odd thing that's going on. Um, and also we're going to talk about Fabinho and all that fun stuff. So it's uh, it's weird times. I don't care. Why are you sending me shit on my day off? Oh, my God. I hate my fucking job. Whatever. Oh, fuck my job, dude. Fuck it. I'm not even supposed to talk about it, but man, whatever. I'm not going to go into it. It's a sports show. It's a sports show, guys. It's the sports show. Um, yeah, like, share, subscribe, support. Available on video, on Spotify. You can look at my beautiful mug as I do whatever. I've got the light way too bright. Ha! That's a half-written song right there, man. Let me turn that down. There we go. Ooh. Now we're getting to sexy lighting. Now we're definitely in the sexy lighting. What's up? <laughs> All right. Let's jump into this stupid crew game. I didn't get to watch it. I got to try to watch the last, like, 10 minutes of it, last 15 minutes, because I was DJing. You can go back and listen to me talk about DJing on Sunday, this past Sunday's edition of the podcast. Um, and I didn't get to watch most of it. All I know is I was starting to kind of get ready to kind of wrap everything up. I get a notification that it's 1-0 Portland, a really shitty Portland team. Up one nil. I'm like, oh, fuck. Come on, boys. And then about six minutes later, I get another notification. It's two nil, Portland. I'm like, you fucking kidding me? You're gonna do this dog shit? Oh man, it's pissy, man. Pissy. And then Jr. immediately texts me. He's like, yeah, off to bed I go. I'm like, yeah. It's like I'm like I'm wrapping my stuff up. I was gonna try and rush home, but no reason to now. You know. And then, uh, but then it was 2-1 right before half. Uh, looks like Jason Russell Rowe feeds in. Lucas, Lucas puts it away. Nice goal there. And then the crew got back in, made it 2-2. And it was a beautiful goal. Assist from Herrera, about, what, 20, I'd say about 28, 30 yards out. Like, Lucas first time, top corner. Oh, where would this team be without number 10, Lucas Zalarayan? We would be in the fucking dumps. Oh, my God. I know I had a little bit of issues with Lucas earlier in the year, at the very beginning of the year, mostly his dead ball delivery. Like, his dead ball delivery still hasn't been great. Um, but he is everything to this team. <laughs> Without him, this team would be an absolute dumpster fire, but defensively awful. I get home. I was too, like, I unloaded all my stuff. I was too tired just to walk into the music room to watch the rest of the game because I just wanted to be in bed. I just wanted to go to bed. So I go to load up uh, Apple TV to watch the rest of the game. I finally get that stuff loaded up, and it's right when Portland puts the third one away, about the 80th minute. I was like, of course, as soon as I watched it. But within five seconds, they scored. I'm like, oh, Horrible defensively, all over the place defensively on that last goal. I haven't seen, I haven't went back and watched highlights. I know we were just all over the place on that last goal. Um, Jesus. This new kid, um, I don't want to put too much weight on his shoulders, but man. Because, you know, really, if the new guy comes in, he fits in well. And Dejanek gets moved out of the center spot of center back. You know, the three center backs, Dejanek cannot play in that middle one. He just can't. He's not good enough. 
he doesn't read the game well enough. He's not strong enough. He's not good enough in the air. He's just not good enough to play in that position. At least from what I've seen this year. I I think he's been awful every time he's played for the crew. Uh, but you put him in the left center back spot, mm, I think he might be a little bit better there. You know, he's got a little bit of pace. I know he's played on, on the fullback positions before, so maybe he's a little bit better as a wide center back. Um, if he can come in and do that, you know, then you can have Marrera, you can have Amundsen, um, you can play Valencia, you have three natural center backs, or you can do, you know, like I said, you put like, uh, play Amundsen on the left, you could play, you know, Dejanek on the right, and then have the new guy in the middle, then you could push Marrera into a wing back position, maybe you could push Farsi up into a wing position, you just start having so many more options with this team, once we get this center back stuff figured out. Um, I know there's a lot of people who want a second center back. I would love that, too, because, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Dejanek. And uh, Valencia has been way too inconsistent to be relied upon. Um, and Quentin is just, just no, not anytime soon. Um, so, like, you know, they want a second one. I'm like, I'm like, really, if you can just get Dejanek playing decently and the new guy plays well... You don't really need a, a third center, another center back signing. You don't. I mean, you could use another midfield signing, um, but yeah, man, like the new guy's got to come in. He's hopefully he's ready to go soon because I can't keep doing the two fullbacks and the midfielder and center and the central defense because it's just it's just not going to be reliable. It's just not going to be consistently good defensively. I know we've played some decent games with them at the back, but man, it's just going to be far too many ups and downs. And, you know, everybody's like, just get into the playoffs, and how good we are attacking-wise, we'll be fine. I'm like, nah. Nope, don't make a big fucking mistake in the playoffs with this system, the way we're playing it right now. There'll be a big mistake, and boom, we're out, even though we dominated the game or something like that, just because we had bad defensive play. We, I mean, there's been a lot of games this year where we've lost or dropped points, not because of what the opposition's doing, but because of what we're doing. Like the Cincinnati game, yeah, Cincinnati outplayed us for the first half hour, but then I thought for the next, like, 50 minutes of that game, like, you know, from, like, 30th minute on, we played, like, a much better team. Like, you know, that could be, you know, since he let their foot off the gas and uh, us just kind of putting people forward. Um, but if it wasn't for Schulte's big error at the back, you know, we'd get a point on that game. Maybe we win that game. Maybe we find a way to win that game. Um, the Inter-Miami game, you know, just... A really great goal from Yosef Martinez at the very end. I mean, we should have been in that position to begin with, but once again, bad at the, the back. We had the bad goal against Colorado. We had the bad performance against New York City FC. I mean, the New England game way early in the year, we weren't very good. I mean, a lot of the times, I don't feel like we're being outplayed. I feel like we're just not playing up to standards. Like, I don't know, it's weird. Like, we are in a transitional stage, and I think maybe I'm putting too much, you know, we are only a couple years removed from a title but a lot of those guys are gone. I mean, Mince is gone. Um, I guess Nagby's still here. Morris played. I mean, there, there's, I guess there's quite a few people. Kucha's now like the main piece. But whatever. What am I talking about? Shut up, Brandon. I'm getting way too off track. We didn't play very well against Portland. How about that? And once again, like earlier in the year, it was we feasted on bad teams and played like shit against good teams. You know, we just, we got exposed against good teams. Like, oh, they're not quite as good as everybody's trying to make them out to be. I kind of even said that at the beginning of the year. I'm like, I feel like people are getting way too hyped on a team that's just beating up Real Salt Lake and beating up Atlanta without their best players and beating up um, Colorado and teams like these that are like, they're not good teams. Like, we were beating them up and people are like, oh man, we are so good. It's like, how about we do it against New England? How about we do it against Cincinnati? How about we do it against these good teams? And when we go to do that, we didn't play very well. Um, but now I feel like it's flipped. I feel like when we go into the games that, oh, man, it's going to be a tough one, we usually either come out with a result or we play fairly well. And now, but it's flipped where we play shitty teams and we are garbage. We weren't very good against Inter-Miami. We weren't very good against Red Bulls, even though we won that game. Did we win that game? Fuck, I don't remember. I'm so lost, man. My mind's all over the place right now. I am in 10 billion places at once, and I'm trying to get this done. <laughs> Uh, we didn't play, like, Inter-Miami, we were garbage for most of that game. Even when we were winning, I'm like, we are playing, like, such shit. Could have been, it's like, it's almost 4th of July, it was unbelievably humid and hot at that game. That's, like, one thing. Like, I feel like the MLS needs to flip. They need to play the European schedule. I mean, I, I feel like I'm being a European, like, supremacist on this stuff in terms of, like, how they make their leagues. But, I understand Colorado gets snow. But, man... I just feel the health risk of playing guys in Miami in the middle of August and July is far worse than maybe having to move a couple games out of Colorado because of snow. 
You know, like, it's just, oh, we can take these times and they can take drinks. I'm like, just don't play in the middle of August. Just don't. August and July, how hot and humid it can get in most of these places. Like, nah, just play it. Play throughout the winter. But, you know, everybody else, they don't want to go head-to-head with football. And I understand that from a business perspective, you're just not touching the NFL or college football. You're just not touching them. You're not going to touch them in terms of their viewership. You'll lose more than you ever try to gain. Like, it's just not worth the risk. So I understand that. But, man, it just from the actual sporting aspect, they need to flip this schedule. Also, it, I think it would be better for the league in terms of when players leave and bringing players in if they match that schedule over there. Because it's just, it's not, I don't think it works. Like, you know, if we lose Aiden Morris now, this is, like, if we're selling somebody, say we're, you know, Morris has been, like, you know, kind of on the fans' lips, doesn't seem like he's going anywhere. I don't think he's going anywhere. I haven't heard anything proper. Um, but if we were, now is the time to let him go. Because this is when you'd get the most money for him. Is you know, so the team can have a preseason with him, and then they can train him. They can get like he can get integrated. He's not in the middle of the season, middle of a title push or a relegation push or you know anything like that. He's like right there at the beginning of the year. He can really gel into the group. So that's why teams pay more premiums in the summer to get players. Is because of that. So this would be the time to do it. But for us, we'd be selling him right in the middle of the year, right in the middle of our season. We'd be losing one of the best players on our team. Right in the middle of the season if we did that. That's why I think we need to flip. Because in the winter, teams don't pay those premiums. They're not as willing to spend as much money because, yeah, they have to come in. They have to immediately get into the team. So it's like it's just like it's not it, – that's where you see much more loan action. That's when you see much less of big stars moving in, like, uh, the January windows over in Europe and stuff. So it's just eh. – that's why we just need to flip. I think it bring more money into the league uh, in terms of, like, the transfer business and also integration because, you know – we have the odd thing of how, how's it like you know whenever we get players over here we got to bring them in in the middle of summer like right in the middle we have to do basically the opposite we have to bring team you know we bring in Cucho in July last year so he can only play half the season like Messi's coming into Inter Miami when they really don't have a shot at the playoffs so it's like oh cool so you bring in Messi just for what two months of the season to watch him play for two months and then he's off like you know it's just it's 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 I don't know I just feel like they the league would, from a sporting perspective, be much better if it flipped to that European schedule. What am I talking about? I was talking about the Portland game. Yeah, but when we play shit teams, we play like shit now. That's where that whole thing came out of. Yeah, because when we play Inter-Miami, we play like shit. That's where we go. I talked about Inter-Miami, and Miami's hot, and it sucks, and but people want to go there because it's hot. Whatever. I don't get it. I guess there's air conditioning, but Miami sucks. Fuck it. I don't care. If you're from Miami and you're listening, guess what? You live in a shitty place. I don't care. I live in Ohio. The Garden of Eden. <laughs> no, I don't I don't know. I thought Charo was gonna be offside. Because uh with uh on the last goal for Portland. Because Apple T V does need to get better with their replay action. Because man, they showed just one quick replay and just watching it I'm like Char's offside, no problem. Okay, this will be called back. Char's offside, and then it doesn't get called back. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I go back and watch and realize, oh, Munson had kept him just onside. It's just they showed a quick replay, and it's like he looked offside there, and it's like nobody's talking about it. Once again, their announcers are horrible, but yeah, I, they need to improve that. Um, yeah, the bad loss against a bad team in the Western Conference because Western Conference is garbage. It'd be one thing to lose against one of the bottom teams in the Eastern Conference because the Eastern Conference is very good in the MLS. But, man, the Western Conference is not. So to lose to Portland kind of sucks. Didn't have uh, old Willie. Oh, Willie. Coach Willie was not on the sidelines. He got suspended for two games because the MLS is fucking idiots. Uh, they decided to suspend him for a second game for the whole incident with the uh, Sergey. What's his name? The, the uh, official from the New York City game. The guy who sucked. Who sucked so bad that he had another really shitty game this past weekend. Um, he got called out. What game was it? Oh, was it wasn't the St. Louis City game. It was, oh, man. Because I talked about that last week when uh, Vancouver's manager called out the same exact official like a month ago. No, schedule. No, wrong way. Which game was it? Oh, it was the Nashville game. That's right. The Nashville-Philadelphia game. He gave, like... 
they bitched about him all night again about how bad he was. Like both teams were like, yeah, this guy it was a horrible official. He gave double red cards at the end to Carranza and Shaq Moore, and like the man, the manager's like, it wasn't. Uh, it was like a yellow card for like uh, he was like it was a yellow card at most. He gave him straight reds, and it's like, what are you fucking doing? Neither one deserved. They barely deserved a yellow card, and you gave them both red cards, and he's like, just uh it was once again, and then, you know, of course, the MLS is going to be like, well, he's doing just such a wonderful job. He's so great. He's doing, our officiating's never been better. Our officiating's just so great now. Nah, it's still garbage. And once again, you know, Willie has to miss the hell is real because, you know, they're treating the League's Cup as, you know, um, a different competition. So they gave him two MLS games to be suspended for. So he misses hell is real as well. God, dude. It's a joke. An absolute joke. You can't bring in the fact that, you know, there's been multiple, you know, now there's been three different managers or four different managers complain about how bad this official is. This season, in the last six weeks, this same official has gotten complaints from four different head coaches in this league. Maybe five. I don't know if New York City's uh, uh, head coach said anything about how bad he was in that game anyway, as well. But it's like, yep, nope, nope. You know, one of the biggest games of the year for us, Hell is Real in Columbus. We're not going to have our head coach because, you know, MLS is going to be like, we protect our officials, even when they're absolute dog shit. And you do need to protect the officials. You can't have people going absolutely bat shit on them. But you have to hold them accountable. Why the hell did that guy get a, an actual officiating game the week after his performance in the Columbus-New York City game? How does he get another officiating gig the next week? You say, no, you could be the fourth official. Because you were really bad. You need to improve. You need to know how the game actually works before you actually officiate a game. Because over here in MLS, you know, as long as you can, like, blow the whistle, you're, you can be a head official in this fucking league. That's how bad the officiating is. Just as long as you can breathe, you can be a head official. You know? If you know how to point, you know how to pull out a yellow card, because that's the even thing. Actually, no. You don't have to pull out the yellow card. Because that motherfucker, Sergey or whatever his name is, he couldn't even pull out the yellow card in the game against New York City. He still fucked that up. He pulls out the red card by accident. He can't even do that. But yeah, he can still be a head official the next week. Come on, man. This league, man. This league. It's a, it's pretty jokey a lot of the time. Oh, man. No, but uh, this weekend is the kickoff of League's Cup, I think. I th isn't tonight like the, the, the All-Star game? Like, who fucking cares? Like, seriously. I'm sorry. I know, I know I've talked about this on the show proper. I don't know if I said anything last week about it, but man... If you like all-star games, you're a fucking loser. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're lame. They are the worst thing imaginable. They are so lame. They're not interesting. They're not fun to watch. Like, the skills competition they can do, like, you know, like, MLB has, like, the home run derby, uh, the dunk contest, three-point shooting contest in the NBA, the cool hockey skills things. Those are pretty fun to watch. Because you get to see, like, you know, just kind of how good these guys are at these things. Um... But the actual games themselves are lame. Like, there's no, there's nothing special about it. Especially, like, you know, I'm just talking, like, you know, I don't know. It's like you're playing Arsenal, and you're not going to be playing, like, Arsenal. You're going to be playing, like, a lot of their kids. You're going to be, you're playing, like, these guys are just trying to get in shape for the season. It's not a game. It's not a game. It's a training session that we're supposed to be paying, like, 100, like, I don't know, man. It's stupid. It's the dumbest thing. I swear to God, if Lucas gets hurt in this game, I'm going to burn the MLS headquarters to the ground. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Of course not. That's stupid. But man, I'll feel like it. I'll definitely feel like doing that. Like it's just, it's just a, it's just a way for a great player to get hurt. That's all it is. It doesn't really show anything. You don't get to get exposed to something you don't get to see very often. Like I would, like I understand. Like you know, before. Like in baseball, they had interleague play. It's like, or you know, you know, there wasn't national television, so you didn't get to see um, King Griffey Jr. when he played in Seattle. You didn't get to see him except random highlights. Now there's a chance to like, you know, oh, I get to see him in this nationally televised game. I get to see him, you know, who had been a great pitcher in the National League at the time, like Greg Maddux versus King Griffey Jr. You never got to see that because there was no interleague, um, national television stuff like that. You got to see it in the All Star game. That was kind of cool. Now with national television, interleague play, and just there's no reason to give a shit. It's awful. It, All-Star games are trash. And Todd Bowley, you know, who's now the owner of Chelsea and all that, I know we talked about it, wants to bring it to the Premier League. It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Stop with this stupid Americanization. It's just to make money. That's all it is. I understand you want to make money. I get it. But Jesus Christ, don't dilute the sport so you can just line your pockets with more money than you ever could imagine. 
Oh, it's gross. Fuck All-Star games. But anyway, League's Cup this weekend. Columbus play St. Louis, and they play Club America. Yeah, I'm excited for that Club America game because that's also in Columbus on the 1st. No, on the, fir- on the 31st. Yeah, it's a Monday. That game's going to be awesome. Like, uh, I went and watched them play Cruz Azul a couple years ago when they played for the Campeones Cup, and we won. That was awesome. Not just the fact we won, but just the atmosphere was so much fun. Like, walking down to the stadium, because, uh, you know, Columbus has a huge Hispanic population, um, so there's a lot of Cruz Azul fans. Like, we get to see our, our, our team. We get to see our team in our city. This is so much fun. So, like, it was just lined all the way down there, just, like, you know, trumpets. There was people trying to sell, like, Cruz Azul, like, uh, like memorabilia. Oh, man, it was awesome. It was Outside of the New York City game that just happened, because the atmosphere got so wild in that game, that Cruz Azul is still the best atmosphere I've ever been in, like, lower.com field. Better than the Hell's Real games. Like, just, it was just, in terms of, like, just how much fun it was. Like, you know, um, Hell's Real gets that nice little intensity about it, but the Cruz Azul game was just fun. It was just so much fun to be there in that stadium for that game. Um, and to have won and lift the cup, you know, get a trophy lift. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, so we play St. Louis City, and then we play uh, Club America. Um, I'm excited. I, I I like this whole idea with the League's Cup, taking, you know, League X uh, MX in Mexico, taking the top league of Mexico and MLS, and basically playing a tournament, a World Cup-style tournament. I really enjoy this idea. I think it's really cool. It's the best we can kind of get towards, like, a Champions League over here, like, type of feel, I guess. Because, um, you know, obviously, you look at the other countries over here, Canada, hockey's always going to be number one in Canada, you know what I mean? It's never going to be the ma- major sport up there, it's never going to be the footy, it's always going to be the hockey. And then, um, you know, like, then you have, like, smaller countries, more like, like, poor countries, I feel like it's a mean way to say that, you know, like Honduras, Nicaragua, you know, Cuba's got the geopolitical situation, Trinidad, Tobago, like, you know, those leagues can't compete monetarily with what the MLS and also what Mexico can offer. Mexico obviously has a much deeper history, much deeper teams typically. Um, but it's going to be fun to kind of see this. I really wish they weren't stopping the MLS season for it. I think that's kind of dumb. But, I mean, I don't really get it. Why they had to do it. Why they can't just play these games midweek. You know? And I think it's kind of dumb to do it this way. But, whatever. I mean, I, I just don't get it. Play these games midweek. I mean, instead of stopping the whole season, it's just weird. It's just so weird that we're stopping the season to do this mini this tournament. I'm not a big fan of the three teams in the group, but that's where I guess the World Cup's going because, you know, obviously they're getting more teams, and, you know, since we have more teams, it's going to be better. No, it's not. More teams aren't better. It's like the MLS playoffs. They, like, they're adding teams. They're adding more games. Like, oh, now there's a best of three. <laughs> Four-team playoff. That's all you need. Four teams. Make your regular season mean something. Don't... Four teams. That's all you need. Two... The winners of the conferences and the next two best teams. That's it. That's all you need. If you want to do a playoff, I'm not 100% opposed to playoffs and stuff like that. You know, if like, uh, you know, if the Premier League over in England said, hey, you know what? We're going to do the top four. We're going to play for the title. They're going to do a tournament. I'm like, you know, okay. Like, I, I want to be a huge fan. But I'd be okay with it. I wouldn't be over the moon at all. I'd actually kind of like, man, sucks. But I can get behind it. But if they start saying, oh, so, you know, the top 16 teams in the Premier League will play a tournament to see who's the actual champion, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Who cares? Then why do I give a shit about any of these games going on in the middle of winter? Like, you know what I mean? Like, during January, and we're playing bad against, uh, let's see, we're playing bad against West Ham. You know, I'm like, I don't care. We're already in the top 16. We're going to the playoffs. That's the problem, like, with the MLS now. It's like, you know, I can only get so mad about bad performances because, I mean, what, we're, we were fourth in the conference. We're going to the playoffs. You know? Unless we really start really shit in the bed, we're more than likely going back to the playoffs. So I can't get that mad about a loss to Portland. I think that's what the uh, Christian, uh, not Christian Bale... <laughs> Gareth Bale said to Messi, he's like, oh, you know, fans in America are way, um, way more okay with losing, or that was, like, basically the quote, like, kind of paraphrasing, they're more okay with losing, they're more, you know, they're more fine with it, and that's because we have these too many teams in the playoffs, that's exactly why, 
because, you know, it was like, we can understand we can lose a game here and there and not completely be out of it. You know, what the Giants, the years they won the Super Bowl, they were like 9-7 and seven both years. You know, they barely were above 500, but they got hot at the right time and won championships. I mean, I remember the Cardinals once, I think, went 82-80, and 80, then won the World Series. Like, you know, we're more okay with losing because of that, because we have these ridiculously playoff seasons. Now, if you only put four teams in the fucking playoffs and you have 30 teams, that makes every single night. You wouldn't have this whole thing with the NBA because, you know, you know, you have these owners and you have, like, the league bitching about resting all these players during these games. And, like, these people pay money to come see them and then they don't, get, they don't play them because they're resting them. It's like, then don't have 20 teams make the playoffs. Have it make eight teams make the playoffs. You know, eight teams make the playoffs. Four teams each conference or whatever. And all of a sudden, LeBron's playing not 58 games a year, 55 games a year. He's playing 75 to 80. Depends on how, when they clinch their things. You know, they clinch their playoff spot. He'll be playing all the time if you make the regular season actually mean something. If you're going to have it that fucking long, make it mean something. It doesn't mean shit when you have 20 teams make the playoffs. Stupid. Yeah, so my thing is, you gotta con- you keep talking about expanding playoffs, expanding playoffs, expanding playoffs. No. Opposite. Contract them. Like Major League Baseball, four teams. That's it. Two teams each conference. You got a pennant winner, and you have the wild card team. That's it. That's all that makes it. There's no interleague play. What, you got, uh, what, 15 teams each league? Or, yeah, 15 teams each league. Yep. You play each team until you get 162 games. I don't know how to do the math. I'm stupid. Uh, and then, yeah, the best two teams out of that make the playoffs. That's it. I don't know. I'd be far more interested in watching the Reds play the Oakland Athletics. Well, they want to play the Oakland Athletics than what the what I just described. The Colorado Rockies. I'd be far more interested in watching that series if I knew the Reds need to win these games to keep pace with the wild card spots or the, the pennant race. Because there's only two teams making the playoffs. I'd be far more interested in watching the product every single night. But why do I give a fuck about August games if I already know I'm out or if I already know I'm in? Because there's so many teams in the playoffs. I'm making the same point over and over again here. You know? I don't know. I don't know nothing. It's just it's ridiculous. But the League's Cup is happening. I keep going off on tangents. I'm in a very ranty mood today. I had therapy today, and I was very ranty about it. I'll talk about a little bit about it on Sunday. So make sure you're subscribed, and you can, uh, you know, get the notification when that episode comes out. That's plugging. Oh, man. But no. The League's Cup should be a lot of fun. Hopefully Columbus can get a win. Um, yeah, because they just play St. Louis this week, and then the following week they will play Club America. I am so excited for that Club America game. They get to play both games at home, which is really cool. I guess the Mexico teams are coming to the United States to play. I don't know. It's I guess that's okay. Not a big fan of this three-team thing, though. It needs to be four teams. Like, who does that favor? Does that favor St. Louis? Because they get both their games out of the way? Does that favor Club America? Because they, have, they, they play two games in quick succession, already knowing they need a win because of the first game? It's already been played? Or does that favor Columbus because they get the break between their two games? I don't know. It just I don't know. It just creates a weird kind of. There might be a advantage to a certain team, whereas when you had the four teams, both teams, each team plays the same day at the same time, so you can't fuck around with stuff like that. I don't know. Whatever. I don't like change. I'm just an old, old, old man who's just about had it. <laughs> Oh, man. That should be... Uh, yeah, so we got St. Louis City. This will be the first time ever Columbus and St. Louis City are playing each other. Uh, St. Louis has been pretty good this season. Um, I think they're like second place out in the West. No, they're first place. They're first place by four points over uh, LAFC. I know they played. They started off really well. Um, they're very good at home, which we play them away, and they haven't been great away. Um, so hopefully we can snatch a good win here. And get ourselves going towards that the uh, tournament because the league's cup is a little three team groups. The two best teams in each group move on to a single knockout tournament that'll be played throughout August. And then, um, yeah, then towards the end of August we come back to play MLS games. See what the fuck? Let's just see what happens, man. I'm I'm excited. About, I am kind of excited about it. I'm mostly excited about that Club America game, you know, because 
will have to get a result. I do like it makes every game you need a result because uh, with the four teams, like usually by the third game for each team, either one team's already clinched or both teams have already clinched and like you, know, you end up getting some useless games. I kind of get that, but man, I don't know, whatever. So I'm kind of excited about this, man. Have to go against the Mexican team, especially Club America, who I, th if I'm thinking correctly, is one. It's not Tigres like level of um, success, but they're one of them. Oh, actually, in terms of like the table, all-time league table in victories and points, that means they're the most successful club in Mexico. In terms of like points, it's that most finals appearances, most runner-up finishes, along with Cruz Azul, who we've beaten. So yeah, they were named the IFFHS as the best North American club of the first decade of the 21st century. Should be a fun game on a Monday. You can listen to. Brandon ran about whatever's going on in his life that day and then watched the crew beat Club America that night. That's what I'm talking about, dog. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't know too much about St. Louis, really, about their team. I know they've got the uh, Ramon Berkey from... Um, he was uh, the goalkeeper for Dortmund for years. Years! Played 176 games with him. Now he's been with St. Louis SC. It's SC, that's right. There was like already a St. Louis City, and then they created St. Louis City SC. I'm not sure why they just couldn't take St. Louis SC or St. Louis City and make them a you know make them a MLS team. I don't know why they just couldn't do that. They had to create their own team. I don't get that. I mean, whatever. I don't know. I just don't like how this expansion stuff works either. I can go another. That's another time. Do they have anybody else I'm super aware of? I know Klaus is their, like, striker. I know he's played really well for them. Um, nobody's name's popping up in terms of guys I've watched. Tim Parker? Do I know who Tim Parker is? Let's find out if Brandon knows who he is. Nope. Don't know who that guy is. Ah, whatever. They play in St. Louis. I got sober in St. Louis. That's all I know about St. Louis. That's all I care about. I got sober there, bro. That's where I did it, dog. That's where I made the decision to change my life for the better. And you can too, in St. Louis. I just talked about St. Louis. What's their fucking nickname? Mound City? I think that's the one I get when... I know it was Gateway, Gateway City, Mound City. Yeah, in the Mound City, you can change your life. Oh, whatever. Let's talk about the Jordan Henderson situation with Liverpool, man. Um, this Saudi stuff is ridiculous. Like, the amount of money that's being offered is just absurd. Um, it's it, it's breaking. It's, it's breaking systems in Europe. Like, I saw a Chelsea fan talking about this, and they actually were very level-headed about the whole thing about how horrible this is. Because, you know, a few years ago they tried that Super League and everybody joined together about how, you know, this goes against everything that's European soccer, which is the meritocracy, the pyramid uh, the pyramid um, system, you know, where, you know, if doesn't matter if you're Liverpool or Man United, Man City, if you do a really, really bad job and put a really bad team on the uh, field, you can get relegated. You can go down to the lower leagues. And Chelsea has been really bad in the, the transfer market for the past couple seasons. And this past year, they spent so much fucking money, like, they're also kind of in financial fair play trouble. And then here comes Saudi Arabia deciding they're just going to spend whatever money they want to get players. So then there goes uh, Koulibaly, there goes um, Mendy, there goes Conte. Like, no longer counting against Chelsea's books. Um, so it's like, they're basically getting these get-out-of-jail-free card because Saudi Arabia has decided they just want to buy up football. They want to buy up all the sporting events so they can normalize their views that homosexuality is the worst thing in the world. That's basically what this is all about, is sports washing. They're trying to just basically wash their image of being, you know, you know, against women and against, um, you know, homosexuals and against anybody who doesn't, you know, adhere to what they want. So they're just trying to wash that away by sports. And some people are falling for it, and it's it's great. It's just the most wonderful thing ever. Yeah, fuck them. Um... But people are being offered like absurd sums. There's starting to be like good players going. Riyad Mahrez from uh, 
Man City just signed over today. Ruben Neves, who's only like 26. I don't like Neves at uh, Liverpool, but like it was like two years ago. It was like in that year when he didn't come, it was like you saw it was like, man, he's not quite that level. And that was like his issue is like he's too good for Wolves, but he wasn't good enough to be like a top four player. You know, he'd be he'd be a squad rotation option. So he wasn't he was just wasn't quite there. He went over there, and I think for like sixty million. Then he, you know, signed a massive deal. Uh, Fabinho from Liverpool is uh, leaving. I think that's official, isn't it? Is that official? They offered like forty million for him. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's official, official yet. But I know it's it, it's coming. He'll be gone, and that, that makes me sad. I really love Fabinho. He was. He did not have a great year this past season, but, man, for quite a few years there, he was a destroyer for us. But the other one, and the one that makes me kind of the most sad, but it's one of those, in a nutshell, like, if you just put, like, what's on the table, I understand. But when you put the stuff around it, man, it makes me sad. Jordan Henderson, I believe, uh, he did not travel with the team today because he is completing his move to... Stevie G's team, which Stevie G going over there is another thing that makes me fucking very not happy. Um, yeah, they offered him $700,000 a week, or £700,000 a week, or whatever that fucking equates to in terms of real money. 700000 a week. That's like 35 plus million to just go over there and play the footy. Like, you're starting to get into generational wealth stuff there, man. You know what I mean? What if you, if you, what is it? If you make uh, two hundred thousand, I don't know. I got to do my calculator stuff here. And they're probably got some weird thing with taxes where you're not gonna pay taxes on any of this. Let's say you make two. I think he made like about two hundred thousand a week with us. He picked that by fifty-two. He made like ten million dollars a year here. Now he's like tripled that, like tripled that, over triple that to go play there, and you know. That's a, that's a lot of money to turn down just to go play footy for a couple of years. And like I said, there's probably some weird tax thing that's going on too that where they're not going to have to see much of it. Like, you know, you're talking like Ronaldo's making, I think I think they said he's making nine figures a year playing there. Jesus Christ. And I, I still can't believe Messi didn't go. I can't believe they could not figure out the money to get Messi there. Because now the state owns like four teams and they're just like signing whoever they can. Um, but no, Henderson going... Henderson has been a wonderful uh, face for Liverpool in terms of being a captain. Not just a captain of Liverpool. He's been, like, a great captain for the league. He was, like, one of the first people out there fighting for, like, frontline workers during COVID whenever we had no idea what COVID was going to do to people, whether COVID was going to kill everybody or not. He was on the, one of the first people out there fighting for, you know, frontline workers, you know, donations, doing all these things. He was always the, like, kind of the one getting it started, getting it going. Then he's been one of the, like, front, like, people in front of, like, you know, basically the pride stuff, making sure, you know, everybody feels included when they play the footy, which is very important, you know. Nobody should be fucking, you know, not allowed to play a game because they're gay or not because they're, you know, bi or whatever, you know, all these different things we got going on nowadays. I don't understand it all, but guess what? It's your world. As long as you're respecting everybody else, too, I'm respecting you. That's all that really matter. Um, but he's been the one who's been very much in the forefront of that. And now here comes Saudi Arabia, where if you are gay, homosexual, whatever you want to call it, um, you can be put to death. And now he's going to go play football there because of the money. So it's like, man, it, it's... Oh, it's kind of... It really hurts his legacy. I mean, this guy has been a phenomenal represent, representative of Liverpool. And it's basically him turning his back on, like, a huge amount of people he's fought for. Just to say, well, they're offering me a lot more money to not, not give a shit about you. Because it's not like you can just go over there and like, oh, I'm going to change things from the inside. That's not how it fucking works. Like, were you not paying attention in Qatar? Like, yeah, they were like, no, you don't get to get these rainbows. Like, you don't get to put, like, rainbow laces on. They they shut all that shit down. Like, no, you're not doing that. Or we'll throw you in fucking prison because you're in our country. Like, you know what I mean? It's like uh, it's like the same thing going on, like, Russia and the NHL. Like, everybody kept talking about like, NHL players, like, didn't want to be part of the pride stuff. It was because they were Russian and because Russia is fucking crazy and will throw your family in prison for what you're doing in America. 
<laughs> so like these guys are like yeah, I can't do that because also when I go back to visit they will arrest me then for it like we can't fuck around with this stuff sorry you know what I mean but this is different he's choosing to go there like be a representative of that he's not gonna be able to change it he's not gonna get a meeting with like the crown prince and be like hey how about you stop doing that crown prince like nobody's ever asked me to stop thinking this way <laughs> it's not gonna happen now he's going there to make 35 plus million dollars or pounds or sterling or whatever the fuck they call their stupid money over there to play football. But he's turning his back on so many different people who, you know, 10 years ago we were allowed to make fun of nonstop just because they were different. I mean, 10 years ago, did anybody know who trans people were? Not really. I guess now we're at the point where 10 years ago you probably had an idea. Like, you know, there were trans people out there, but, yeah, it's like, but for 35 million, man, that's that's all it takes, I guess. I would hope, if I, for some reason, for, like, say, for some reason this podcast becomes the biggest goddamn thing that ever happens in the world, it's like Joe Rogan level, and they're over, hey, we're going to offer you $100 million to do your podcast in Saudi Arabia. I hope I have the backbone and, like, just the moral compass in me. To just give them the finger and say go fuck yourselves. Not until these go. Away. Not until these laws go away. Not until you allow this to be going on. Not until you allow this to happen. I won't step foot in your fucking country. You know. But man, when you're actually faced down with the actual decision of that money, it's it all of a sudden you start things like man. But what can I donate to back home that can help this stuff? Because maybe that's what Jordan's thinking. It's like I can take this money. I can donate. You know, maybe I only keep the amount of money I'd make at Liverpool, and I can donate the rest of it to these charities back in England or back in Europe that can help people that are less privileged than me and all this stuff. Maybe he can use that money for good. I don't know. I don't know what's going through his head. I'm not Jordan Henderson's friend, but I'm hoping maybe that's part of this. Because I loved Hindo, man. I really did love Hindo. It's going to be really sad for him leaving. He's like, of like, you know, the first year I rooted for Liverpool was the Roy Hodgson year. So that's the year we sound like, you know, Jovanovic and... Uh, Paulson and uh, Danny Wilson, who plays for Colorado now. Um, Paul Koncheski. But I wasn't really attached to the team. I didn't know that Paul Koncheski was that bad, you know, because I didn't know they really were signed because I didn't really... I didn't have the outlets yet because I hadn't really learned about the outlets or where I find this information at. So really, my first summer was the summer Hindo showed up. It was him, Stu Downing, Charlie Adam, Jose Enrique. Um, it been after Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll got signed in the winter that year. Uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody. Sebastian Quatez. Um, I feel like I'm missing one more. Yeah, but whatever. So Hindo was like the last attachment for me from my very, very beginnings of Liverpool's, my Liverpool like fandom. He was the last connection for of it for me. So to see him leave is sad on a personal front, and to see him going where he's going is sad on a completely different level. And, uh, oh man... I don't know, man. It's sad. And it's also sad to see Fabinho going there, too. And I know Bobby went there, and that makes me... That pains my soul. Um, but, God, man, they're all, they're just being offered absurd amounts of money to go play footy. You know? Jesus. It's weird, man. It's weird. It's weird to talk about, think about. And think about, it's like, man, like... Also, it's going to be weird this year. Like, I thought our business was basically done. I thought maybe we'd get one more player. But now Fabinho's gone, or is going. Hendo seems to be out the door now. we got to go sign another midfielder. Hopefully it's Lavia from Southampton. Kid looks like a stud. He really does look like a stud. But it makes me think we also need to sign another one. We need to sign somebody else who can play the six. Because, guess what? Our sixes, basically our defensive midfielders, one was named Jordan Henderson, and the other one was named Fabinho. We don't have anybody else. Bostic can play there, but I don't think he's ready to play Premier League football in that, at that position quite yet. I don't think in terms of his actual like physique, he's ready to play that position week in, week out. Not for 38 games. Though the kid's going to be a fucking monster. And then I saw Saudi Arabia also wants to come and get Luis Diaz off us. I'm like... And they're probably going to offer him like, uh, you know, a million dollars a week to come play for us. Because in a nutshell with the Hindo stuff... If somebody came in and offered us $12 million or 12 million pounds for, what, Hindo's like 33, 34 now? 
offered us 12 million pounds. I'm like, yeah, you got to take that. Because I, I talked about it last week. What's on my eye? Is that death? I think it's death. I think I got death on my eye. Is that a... I don't know what that is. If you're watching the uh, video, tell me what that is. That's weird. I'm dying. Whatever. But no, if somebody came in and offered 12 million for Henderson, and he's like 33, 34, take it. Take it and run. Like, yeah, I mean, I said it last week, uh, you know, we got to be ruthless with the team. You know, if somebody's coming in, like, with Hindo, Hindo 33, 34, I mean, get his wages off the book, you know. You know, we've been, you know, Van Dyke's ready to be the captain of the team. So, like, you know, we can move him along, you know. And he's going to be more of a bit part player than a main player for us. So, moving along, your bit part player, I think, should be younger. And obviously, you do need, like, kind of some veterans in the room. But, I mean, you do have veterans in the room. Obviously, this is me not thinking Fabinho is ever going to be, would be leaving anytime soon. <laughs> now, he's leaving. Now, you kind of do create kind of a weird power vacuum, especially in that midfield room. Um, you got Tiago, but, you know, Tiago doesn't seem to have that leadership type of thing about him. You know, there's certain players that don't like, you know, like I never would have made Bobby like a captain of a team as much as I love Bobby Firmino. I never would have made him like a captain. He just doesn't seem to have that leadership type of thing about him. He seems to be that guy you kind of want in the room just for the fun part of it. But yeah, Tiago doesn't seem to have that about him. Um, I guess Trent's kind of moved into the mid, be in the midfield room now. I think Trent could be a captain, but whatever. I don't know, man. I'm kind of just weird tangents. It's just such a weird thing to have to think about now. And I have to, like, judge players' Liverpool careers off the very end of them. Like, where they go. Like, But that's, like, the thing now. It's like, Saudi Arabia's been become obsessed with money. Or not money, they've become obsessed with sports and, like, kind of, um... What's the right way? Like, normalizing, kind of modernizing their image. Um, but not changing the kind of medieval shittiness that still happens in their culture. You know, if they came out tomorrow and said, you know, hey, you know, homosexuality is legal in this country or, you know, we can, we're not going to be stoning people to death. We're not going to be doing, you know, public executions and the shit they still do. Uh, we're not going to be chopping up news reporters into little bits like they did, uh, what, like four or five years ago now. We're not going to be chopping like news reporters up. We're not going to be beheading them and chopping them into like little bits of human flesh. We're not going to be doing that anymore. I'd start being okay with people going there and doing stuff. But until they actually admit that, you know, hey, we're doing some wrong shit here, you know, no. You know what I mean? It's, it's, especially if you're just doing it in the sake of religion. I don't want to get into a religion talk on fucking sports talk. It's sports talk, Brandon. Leave that shit at the door, man. <laughs> uh, nah, but, you know. I don't know, man. I really don't. I wish I had, like, I wish I was smarter so I knew how to talk about this stuff better. <laughs> more better. I wish I knew how to talk about things more better. UI more smart. Um, nah, I, I don't. I'm just not that intelligent. I'm not a smart person. I'm pretty fucking stupid. But, I don't know. Whatever, man. I don't know. I guess that could be sports talk for the day. Thursday, man. It's sports talk. Let's end it on this weird note. Yeah. I don't think I have anything else to say, man. I know uh, we were playing our first... Uh, Liverpool was playing a preseason game. They were up 4-2. I saw Yakpo scored. I saw Darwin scored off a of Mo, like, uh, Mo assist. I could see Mo going next year, maybe. I, but then at the same time, Mo has kind of said some stuff, which I'm not. Sh I've never looked into. Like, what the score end up being here? Four two. Looks like Yota scored two in stoppage time. McAllister got himself an assist. Cool. Um, I know Mo has said pretty progressive things about women in Islam, so I don't know exactly how hard stanced um, Saudi Arabia can be about freedom of speech stuff. So I'm not sure how much that would fly. I don't know. I don't know enough. I feel like some... I don't want to talk too much about it because, you know, I don't want to start saying shit that Saudi Arabia doesn't do and all of a sudden I seem like a complete Islamophobe, which I'm not at all. You know, not even a little bit. Um, but, you know, all you have to do is look up that... Like I said, that journalist a couple years ago who got fucking murdered and say, um, yeah... Yeah, we're still pretty ass backwards in certain places of the world.
But whatever. You know, it's only sports, right? Sports guys. But, you know, sports has got to modernize it. And like, no, it's just, it's just them to hide money and get you to invest your money there so they can keep it. And they're not looking to actually modernize political stuff or anything like that. They're not going to do that. Get the fuck out of here. When you're a kingdom, man, you're like able to do whatever the fuck you want. You ain't going to modernize shit, bruh. You ain't going to do it. Won't do it. Refuse to do it. <laughs> you want to make sure that pie... Yeah, you want to have a bigger piece of the pie. But you have to realize there's only one piece of the pie. And it's mine. That's basically what goes on there. I don't know. I'm pretty stupid. I'm not great at analogies. Whatever, dude. Let's get the fuck out of here. That's been Sports Talk. Monster Ate the Pilot. This is Thursday. You don't have to listen if you don't want to. You can just listen to the Sunday show, which is fun. And this show is fun, too. This is the outro. It's chaos. Thank you so much for listening, understanding. Anywhere podcasts are available, you can find Monster Ate the Pilot. Um, mon- uh, yeah, every Monday... I keep saying Sunday because I record on Sundays. Monday is when the show pops up. The proper show. Sports Talk pops up on Thursdays. So you can listen to it then. I hope I don't keep fucking that up and saying Sundays on stuff. It's, it used to be Sundays. If you're new to the show, I used to do the Monday show on Sundays. And in fact... Actually, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the hell's happening. It's, it's chaos time. It's chaos time, guys. I'll see you Sunday. I'm going to talk about dating. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm also going to talk about whatever else pops up in my life. Does anything else pop up in my life? Do I do anything else? Probably not. I'm going to see Jake here in a little bit. He's probably got nothing else going on. Me and him have the same exact conversation. Every, like, we ha- we talk about like three things. That's it. We don't talk about anything else. We have the same three conversations every single time we see each other. You know? We're an old married couple, basically. That's right. Suck it. Anyway, let's get out of here. Have a great rest of your week. Um, if you got questions for the show, answers, want to be on the show, Monster Ate the Pilot, the show at gmail.com. There are periods in between each word because I make things difficult on myself. Um, yeah, like, share, subscribe, support. Anywhere podcasts are available, you know, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, Radio Public, all the fun things. Um, video on Spotify. I don't think I've got anything else. If you have topics for me to talk about, just tell me. I don't give a shit, man. Um, I do want to thank some people who have reached out about this past Monday's episode and how much they enjoyed it. So thank you for that. You'll probably never hear this because neither one of you are sports fans. Thank you once again. Have a great rest of your week. Peace out.